As we move boldly into 2021, what is a make or break year for many businesses, it's critical that sales and marketing work together to drive real results. Today, we're joined by Jim Carr for a powerful discussion of ways sales and marketing can align their efforts to drive revenue. Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, trailblazer and growth architect. I enjoy helping generous leaders grow their revenue and their impact. Today's discussion about sales and marketing alignment is powerful. I think you're going to enjoy my conversation with our good friend, Jim Carr. As we begin, I'm excited to announce that the 2021 Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge is open and ready for registration. Coming up on weekdays from 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock Eastern on March 1st through 10th, we are going to be educated and inspired by some of the marketing and sales world's top thought leaders, including Jeb Blunt, Meredith Elliott Powell, Mark Hunter, Douglas Burdett, and many more. You don't want to miss this event. And thanks to our friends at VanillaSoft, this event is available to us absolutely free. So if you want to align sales and marketing to drive results, text the word alignment to 21,000. Text alignment to 21,000 or visit our website at www.2021alignmentchallenge.com and save your spot. You'll also get access to the recordings for the days you can't be there live. Alignment is critical as we work to get it done in 2021. Jim Carr, the author of The Science of Customer Connections, is passionate about helping companies align their sales and marketing efforts. He's also the co-host of the 2021 Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge. In our conversation today, Jim and I will discuss six key points of sales and marketing alignment. This is going to be super practical. So if you want to grow revenue, I think you're going to benefit from our conversation. So grab a pen and a notepad and get ready to learn after a word from our sponsors. Jim, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It's great to have you here. Uh, Daryl, it's great to be here. You know, it's great to be... uh around and speaking with uh, people who are have <laughs> revenue growth as their goal, <laughs> as their imperative, and uh, they're highly interested in what we're talking about. So we'll try to make it useful. Well, absolutely. And it's all about driving growth. And right now, as we said in the introduction, we're so excited about the 2021 Sales and Marketing Alignment Challenge. And alignment is really critical right now for organizations as we look into 2021. And Jim, I'm so excited to be co-hosting this event with you. We're going to get to MC this and it's going to be not only a blast, it's going to just be packed uh, 
uh, with ideas and insight that I think people are going to find very, very helpful. Well, Daryl, I am honored to be co-hosting this with you. Uh, but, but frankly, when I look at the lineup of people who are going to be involved, um, we're kind of, we're way down the list, frankly. Well, <laughs> but I don't that's think, great. I don't think Jim Carr is way down list, but it really is cool to see you know the the people that have stepped up to say, "Hey, I want to be a part of helping companies align marketing and sales." And you know, I right now I believe, and I've been saying this on the podcast um, that 2021 is a make or break year for many organizations. I mean, let's just face it: 2020 was rough for most companies. And, you know, if we don't get it done in 2021, it's a problem. And that's why I think this topic of alignment that we've all kind of been dancing around, sometimes joking about, and sometimes crying over for the last decades now, it's time to really get this right because we've got to drive revenue right now. And that's going to happen by getting aligned and getting strategic. Daryl, it's an excellent point. And I was just thinking about this whole topic of alignment or rather misalignment, mm -hmm. which is so common in this environment. And what, what strikes me is that this is, as you say, something that, you know, we've joked about people say it, oh, you know, sales and marketing, and then you bring in product and ops and enablement and customer success and experience teams, all of that together, depending upon the size complexity of your company, but all of these functions and I think over time, Daryl, it had, it can seem so familiar mm -hmm. as to be almost tolerable. I'll say that again. I think it's mm. so familiar, it's almost tolerable. At this point in, in time, though, it's no longer tolerable. Our, our revenue growth plans, whether, you, whether you're advancing full steam ahead on what the strategy was before, if you've had to change the strategy, had to change the conversation, misalignment is no longer something that can be accepted because you won't hit your goal. I think that is a really important point. I'm glad you brought that up. And I, I know this is going to be um, something that we really explore in depth inside the alignment challenge. But the, rea the reality is we've gotten comfortable with misalignment in our organizations. We've joked about it. We've said, you know, we've almost, it's like we've almost, there's, a, you know, during the Cold War, there was the detente, right? Where both sides <laughs> said, fine, <laughs> don't shoot at us and we won't shoot at you. And, uh, you know, the reality is there's some of that going on in a lot of, of organizations. And, and this is not a time, um, this is not a time where we can afford to have siloed thinking or even any resources pulling in opposite directions. And use whatever example or metaphor you'd like. I think of, you know, it's the it's the leak in the corner of the ceiling that's been around for a while and like, ah, eh, we'll get to it. Um, but now there's a, a storm that has happened and it's a torrent. You have Niagara Falls coming from. <laughs> right. It's not just a little it's water so, stain. It's a, exactly it's a big it's problem not just a water now. Stain. Now let's get a you know half can of paint and see if you know that'll kind of cover it up. And I think the time now is to look at this and really reverse engineer a little bit. Mm -hmm. And the, I think the great news, Daryl, and it certainly has been in my experience, it doesn't have to be perfect because it never will be. But if we can get some consistency of the pieces fitting together 
toward common growth goals mm-hmm. and just basically getting, again, use your favorite phrase, getting everyone on the same page, getting our yeah. act together, singing mm-hmm. from the same hymnal, that <laughs> that is quite possible and it's necessary. And I think there are a few simple steps, part of the sequence here, we're going to cover in the challenge that anyone can do. You just have to make it a priority at this point and be able to follow through on those steps We have expert guidance. Mm -hmm. We're setting up a community of people who are all trying to solve for this, and we can learn from one another and and help support people and implement even after the challenge is gone. You know, I love that, uh, that um, what you're saying about you don't have to get this perfect. And I think of, um, I like to canoe. I like paddling my canoe. So if I'm not in the, uh, if I'm not helping an organization develop a growth strategy or doing sales training, I'm out on the water, either in a canoe or I've got a sailboat, anything that floats. And I've learned that as you go across the lake, um, you know, what's happening is you got the wind blowing from the left, from the right. It's, it's always, the currents are always getting you off course. But if you'll stay focused on something on the opposite shore where you're headed, you can always steer the boat in that direction and you're going to get there. And, you know, I've, I think um, when it comes to alignment, there are some things that um, if, if we'll collectively as sales and marketing leaders focus together on, we'll discover that we're beginning to go in that same direction and, and we're, we're getting aligned. And I think that's, um, that's a, a really good picture. And that was, that mindset is, is what really this, well, this, this whole conference just started out of the challenge started out of the realization that alignment's not an option. And we got, we started thinking, what are the key points of alignment? And um, there are six key points of alignment that have emerged from our conversations, from your writing, some of my writing and work. And, um, and all of this is actually going to guide the days of the 2021 sales and marketing alignment challenge. And I think it'd be fun to unpack these six key points of alignment right now. Let's do that. And we can maybe talk through the sequence, a little bit of a Mm -hmm. highlight of why it's important, where it fits in what order. And uh, maybe even some of the experts who are going to be joining us to talk about that, the key, the key points along the way. We can also get into some examples of leaders and teams and businesses that have tackled uh, the problem of misalignment because, Daryl, as you say, there are natural forces, psychological forces, the way our brains work, uh, organizational structures and habits and traditions, all of those, unless we're intentional and we know what that point is, uh, whether you think of it as the North Star, that Mm -hmm. point on the shoreline, and and be consistent about staying on course, the natural forces will will drive us away. But let's let's go through those steps. So I, I know that people want to say, "Hey, great idea! It's a place we want to get. We all want to be more efficient, <laughs> right. and productive, and better, and this and that. It's very important. How do we do that? Dan? How do we do it? Well, I will say before we get to the first point of alignment, I'm stoked about our first session, which we're going to talk about trends in alignment with our friend, uh, Douglas Burdett. We both got, in fact, Douglas is the one who probably is responsible for this because he put both of us in the same room together and said, Hey guys, hang out and figure something out. And next thing you know, out of this, the, uh, the sales and marketing alignment challenge comes. So Douglas Burdett is going to join us, 
um, along with Kathleen Booth, who is uh, just deep, rich uh, legacy in inbound marketing. She actually hosts the Inbound Success Podcast. And uh, so that that introductory session, I'm looking forward to that conversation about alignment trends. Doug and Kathleen in the same room, uh, and maybe one other surprise guest. We'll see. That's going to be uh, that's going to be dynamite kicking off on March 1st. It is terrific for those who might be less familiar with Douglas Burdett uh, through his podcast called the Marketing Book Podcast and his work. He leads a an agency called Sales Artillery, and he has lived a progression uh, mm-hmm. of bringing sales and marketing in particular together. Uh, so I'll just mention, Daryl, and, and you and I have both uh, had the privilege of being guests on his his podcast, and uh, he, he's had really some of the, the leading people, you know, present company accepted, uh, leading people on his podcast. Um, and it's the Marketing Book Podcast is one of the top ones uh, out there across mm-hmm. all of business. And yet he has over time had more and more sales books as part of the mix. And he is, he said, what I'm finding is that marketing people can learn more from sales and vice versa. His agency does marketing and revenue work for manufacturing clients. Mm-hmm. And so he has shifted according to their needs over time to incorporate more of this. So he's really forced that issue both for his content uh, to the world and and for his own agency, um, I know Kathleen with her her position and with with inbound. I mean that that in itself is a natural forcing alignment of uh, of the the two branches, right? It's going to be a fun conversation that first day on on Monday, March first, and then we're going to get into into the first alignment point, which is strategy. And when sales and marketing leaders work together on strategy, good things begin to happen. They absolutely do. So it's it's the old, you have to know where you're going. Um, and, and so you're not wasting effort and you're not losing focus over time. So it can go, it starts very fundamentally, I think, uh, as you stated many times, look, you're either going to get incremental revenue from net new sources or mm-hmm. from current customer or client base. And even within those, there are various avenues where you've got to make it work. And that will have critical behaviors and resources and conversations. I'm the messaging guy, so I tend to think about sales conversations uh, as, a, as a fundamental part of this. So knowing exactly where your efforts need to be focused so you don't get sidetracked, you don't get distracted, you're not dismayed, you're looking mm-hmm. at the right leading indicators and you know that you're, you, you, you're either on the right track or you have to make some adjustments as you go along. But setting that strategy for where the revenue is going to come from in a changing environment mm-hmm. is uh, absolutely key. Yeah, and I am just fired up about the uh, person that's going to be leading us in that session. Uh, Meredith Elliott Powell is, in my opinion, the premier strategist uh, out there in the business world. And she comes from a sales and marketing background. She coaches organizations in how to think through um, where things are going right now strategically. In fact, her book is coming out in the first quarter, Thrive, Turning Uncertainty into Competitive Advantage. And I think right now, as there obviously is so much uncertainty, this is a perfect time for marketing leaders and sales leaders to get in the room together 
and ask strategic questions and think strategically about where we want to go. It's a great launching point for alignment right now. I think that session and Meredith's leadership on that is uh, is going to help us get our heads in the right place and take a look at our I like to think of it sometimes, Daryl, is you and your business, you probably placed a few big bets mm-hmm. ships into the middle of the table and saying, this is what we have to get done in 2021. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and what is needed to support that? And again, to make sure we're on track and we're at the, the right level. Yeah. And coming off of, of strategy, then we're going to take another uh, a look at another critical alignment point, And that's your ideal customer profile. And I'm passionate about ICP because I believe that that this is where we begin to focus. You know, not not on hey anyone that can fog a mirror and sign an agreement, <laughs> but on the actual best fit clients. And right now, especially as we're in this evolving marketplace where things are shifting rapidly, it's a really great time to sit down together and begin to ask questions, not only about who is our ideal client. A profile, you may already know that, but to also ask questions about, well, what's important to them right now? What are the outcomes that they want in 2021 and how has that shifted? Yes, Daryl, and, and it, it is that finding that ideal or best fit client or customer is always a, a wonderful starting point or a wonderful unifying exercise actually very valuable. It's not just a feel good thing. This is a business efficiency (laughs) exercise as well. And I think um, a lot of the assumptions and maybe a lot of the things that have happened in recent history been turned around a bit. I found oftentimes working with with a client will often start or very early in the process, get to that that ICP, that ideal client profile. And it's interesting, Daryl, I often find that people may assume that they know Mm-hmm. Or may assume that, hey, here's where we best fit. Here's where we win. Here's where we make money. Here's where our team gets energized rather than frustrated and worn down. And sometimes those assumptions get challenged when you bring sales and marketing and, and all the different pieces together in the same room or the same environment to really talk it through. The two sides are learning things that they didn't know, or they are questioning assumptions that have been common throughout the team. So even if you think you know it, it's very useful to question those assumptions and make sure those are solid before you go forward. It's a great point of alignment. And one of my favorite thought leaders when it comes to ideal customer profile is Mark Hunter. Mark is known as the sales hunter. If you've hung out with Mark, what a great last name to yes. be in sales. But not only that, Mark, um, Mark is the author of one of my favorite books, actually two of them, High Profit Selling and High Profit Prospecting. And in both of those books, ICP is a huge anchor point for that. So Mark's going to walk us through um, how we can think about our ideal customer or ideal client together and build that profile as a point of alignment. So this next alignment point, as we keep moving through this, Jim, is something I know that's near and dear to your heart. I like to call Jim Carr the message man, and the message is definitely a great place for sales and marketing. I would say more than a great, I would say an essential place for sales and marketing to get together and align. 
it'll be really valuable to dig in a bit into this messaging piece here in the challenge. And for everyone, the way that I look at messaging, and this can be, look, it can be interpreted in lots of different ways. It can be your mission or your vision statement. It can be your slogan or your tagline. It can be all, you know, you think about, you know, what's in our capabilities presentation? What's in our demo? What are we mm-hmm. doing on social and digital? It can be all of those things, but for purposes of revenue growth and alignment, I'd like us to take a a tight focus on conversations, selling conversations, what, how to get more of them that are the Mm -hmm. best fit according to your ICP, according to the challenges that those ideal customers and prospects are facing these days and how you can help and really guiding your team's behavior, helping make sure that you can lead those conversations. So you're getting the revenue, getting the best fits, and it's following through in your processes as well. So when it comes to messaging, Daryl and everyone, we're going to focus on conversations. And so when I say conversations, I think, what are the actual things that people say? How do they Mm -hmm. get the meetings? Um, When you're in those meetings, how can you be insightful? What are the right questions to ask, the stories to share? How can you be best prepared for the natural skepticism or pushback or tough questions that you're likely to get and should welcome as part of that process? How do you follow up? Who needs to be involved in feeding that process? And so finding those key conversations is it forces alignment because then you're really bringing, oh, are, are we just developing leads? Is marketing handing over leads? Do we have ops supporting this? Do we have a success team? What is our sales? Uh, what are our salespeople doing? Which tools do they have? So we're going to break it down into the components of exactly what do you say and ask and show and do in those conversations? How do you make sure that your messengers, the people leading those conversations, have the knowledge, skills, and confidence that they need? And then what are some habits that you can follow as as leadership, as managers, to make sure that not only do you get everybody aligned from the get-go, but you keep your message fresh and it reinforces and builds upon itself over time. So that's what we're going to do with a real conversational focus around messaging. Awesome. Oh, I can't wait. And by the way, Jim, I'm realizing that we should probably pause and tell people that might be listening in going, how do I get involved in this? This sounds a lot of like a lot of fun. You can actually uh, go to 2021 alignmentchallenge.com right now, 2021 alignmentchallenge.com. Or if you if you're out and about, you can just text the word alignment to 21,000. That's alignment to 21,000. And you'll get access uh, to this challenge. It's actually thanks to the generosity of our sponsor, um, VanillaSoft. This is uh, available to you absolutely free. And if you're a sales and marketing professional, you definitely want to go to 2021alignmentchallenge.com. So we've got strategy. We've got ideal customer profile. We've got the message. Alignment point number four is one that I don't think a lot of people think about in the sales and marketing world but it's actually something that I believe is very, very powerful. And that's the concept of of looking at your client experience. What experience are your prospects having from the time they first encounter your company till they become clients? And even more importantly, after they become clients in the spirit of maintaining that relationship and growing wallet share in going deeper and wider inside that account, what are we doing? 
And so client experience, Jim, is I'm so glad that we added this alignment point because I think a lot of organizations at a sales and marketing level haven't necessarily thought a whole lot about this, but it's a great way to get in the room together and begin thinking, what can we do to create an incredible client experience? We're seeing more and more evidence, Daryl, that the quality, the perception of the buying experience not only uh, dictates our success in selling, but it also helps predict customer retention mm-hmm. and, and the quality of the customer experience once they're there. So a great selling experience, you know, this, this should be pretty seamless all the way through, right? From identifying people from our ICP to charting out, how do they make decisions? What are they wrestling with? How can we make it easy for them? How can we be a good guide, lower their stress level, have them feel smart and informed? You mm-hmm. come across as the, the natural and emotional solution to their problems. And then you've already previewed for them. They know what you're going to treat them like as a customer or as a client and what those parts are going to be as well, how you'll care for them, lead them, um, try to anticipate their needs, respond to problems because there always will be problems. So all of that together, I think it's, it's wonderful to have that in here because it should not be separate. It's not just being nice. It's not just being in touch, but it's really reverse engineering that entire experience all the way from when they first learn about you to how you're serving them for years to come. So the gold standard for customer experience, we all know is the Disney company. And so you go, how do we bring that into our our organization? And I'm so excited that John Langford is going to be joining the challenge. John is a former Disney Institute instructor. He now consults with companies one-on-one, but he's got that rich heritage and understanding of client experience. And I think that session on March 5th, you're not going to want to miss. We look at client experience. We've looked at message, ideal customer profile strategy. Alignment point number five is sales process. And process is, I'm I'm big on process. (laughs) And unfortunately, in a lot of organizations, uh, a lot of organizations either haven't thought about their process um, and it's just kind of the wild west, hey, go sell something, or it's been a long time since they thought about their process. And uh, a huge opportunity is to sit down and look at your processes together, marketing and sales, and to think together about what do we need to do? How can we make that a process? And then how can marketing come alongside and work with sales so that that process is aiming in the same direction, which is obviously bringing on net new clients and cross-selling more to our current clients. And uh, Jim, I can't think of anyone better to talk about sales process than, than the person that we uh, have coming to the challenge. I'm so excited about this. Uh, I presume you're talking about Jeb Blunt. Yeah, I'm talking about Jeb. He uh, was amazing. It's going to be so cool hanging out with him. Amazing. And, and, you know, Jeb with his work, he's, he's been a prolific writer. He's an Mm -hmm. amazing speaker and coach does all of that. A lot of people know uh, Jeb with his proficiency in prospecting and uh, these days with more uh, virtual selling as well, Mm -hmm. which is his latest book. But Jeb really knows the processes for prospecting, for taking care of clients, 
all of that. Uh, now, Daryl, I know you, you've spoken sometimes about the the relationship between cake and icing. You believe that icing, <laughs> that icing is simply what you want to focus on and cake is a delivery mechanism. Mm-hmm. I actually am kind of the other side. I'm more of a cake than an icing guy, <laughs> which is strange that we were friends. But And, and I think a lot of people look Thanks at both. us. Yeah, well, <laughs> we used to be friends. <laughs> but uh, a lot of people kind of think of process as maybe it's the cake to the icing and stuff that we really enjoy more, or, you know, again, have your, your symbolism It's the broccoli that you have to eat before <laughs> you can have dessert, but uh, it really does drive a lot of things and in uh, the performance and the satisfaction that your teams get. And I think good processes then translate into all these other areas like your client That's right. buyer experiences, et cetera. Oh, hundred percent. It's going to be, it's going to be fantastic um, hearing from Jeb on that topic. And um, that brings us to the last alignment point, which, um, you know, I don't know if this should be last. It's just how it fell in the, in the order here, but this one for sales and marketing to get on the same page, um, this alignment point is technology. And um, if you've hung out with me, you know, I'm a nerd. Um, you know, I love gadgets and, you know, I firmly believe, and, and I've worked in both the sales world and the marketing world. I've been involved in the sales enablement side and uh, I've been involved in the marketing automation side. We've all, you know, been involved in the CRM. And the reality is um, there are so many opportunities to connect the technology together and make it aligned Unfortunately, um, just like there's silos organizationally, a lot of times there's silos in technology. And this, if if you have not aligned your technology, um, and if you have not put technology in place to help with your sales process and delivering your message consistently in order to execute on your strategy to create an amazing customer experience, how about that, Jim? I think I just put every session in that sentence. Um, if, <laughs> thank you. On the fly, people. Uh, if if you haven't thought about your your technology alignment, um, this year is a really important time to do it. And you know, a lot of companies I saw last year, Jim, put new technologies in place during um, during the COVID crisis and the you know mass exodus to home offices, but there's a lot of work yet to be done to get all of it talking together. Absolutely, and I've heard you can talk a little bit more about our our expert guests and informants uh, for this piece as well. Um, but I heard uh, I heard your conversation with. Uh, the other Daryl. Yes, my other brother, Daryl Prail, is going to be joining us. Yes. He's incredible, by the way. And Daryl, uh, just I'll set him up since since you brought his name into the conversation. Daryl Prail is going to be leading this, um, this conversation around technology. And Daryl's background is fascinating because he came up through the marketing ranks, having done sales in several roles along the way. He was a chief marketing officer that got promoted to being a chief revenue officer. And uh, so, in not only that, he works, he's chief revenue officer for VanillaSoft. So, he works right in the middle of all of this sales enablement uh, world. And, uh, it, you know, this, this is going to be a great and important conversation. And I know sometimes some of some of the salespeople look at this and go, oh, I don't want the technology, oh, you know, um, and sometimes some of those creative marketing people do as well. But let me say that technology alignment is really going to make your life easier and it's going to help drive 
uh, revenue growth. And Daryl's a great person to bring to this conversation. Yes, Daryl and the other Daryl uh, <laughs> did talk about this. And it, he's spoken it from his own experience and his own mm -hmm. path. And he makes a couple of, of great points that I think will be a lot of interest uh, for people in the challenge. Um, first is that technology has moved beyond the IT department, really a lot of marketing and the, the revenue side have come to, over the last few years to really own the technology for their own purposes. That's right. And so it plays this integral role in our effectiveness of driving revenue. The other part that the other Daryl mentioned is um, just from a personal professional standpoint of staying ahead of the game of your own uh, promotion, your own effectiveness and productivity of, of being familiar with it. I tend to resist new technology everywhere that I can, but um, but it's, it's really useful. So of how all that, that will weave its way through all of the other points of alignment that we're addressing in the challenge as well, as well as for your own career and your own progression. Absolutely. So that one's going to be fantastic. And then we're going to wrap it all up. Um, I get the honors of leading the last session. We're going to wrap it all up with an alignment action plan. And, uh, you know, I firmly believe that not, nothing matters. I mean, all of it's just philosophy and great ideas until it actually happens. And so since this is a challenge um, and there's going to be action items throughout this on every day, by the way, this challenge is going to meet from one o'clock to two o'clock Eastern Standard Time um, on weekdays from March 1st through 10th. But at the end of it, we're going to pull it all together into an action plan. And that's what I'm most excited about is not just the alignment points, but helping people, helping the sales and marketing leaders uh, and the executives that join the challenge, uh, helping them develop an action plan. And, and that part of it, I'm, I'm glad we're ending there. I'm glad we're not just you know, saying, hey, here's a bunch of, of theory um, and good ideas. Alignment requires action. You don't get alignment without action. And so we're gonna push everybody um, in, in a, a challenging, inspirational way to take action at the end of this challenge. Daryl, as I mentioned earlier, this can feel like something misalignment that is familiar and chronic and uncomfortable, but it's no longer tolerable. And as you're looking ahead to make the most of 2021 and beyond, we really encourage you show up for this, take part, bring your active opportunities, bring your strategy and plans and hopes for 2021 to this. Have your team there. You cannot buy this challenge. We're not <laughs> going to charge you for it, which is a thank you to uh, Vanilla Soft That's for, right. for making that part possible. But you cannot buy this, no, which is terrible on our part because free. we're not we're not growing revenue. Uh, the way that we could with this kind of content. But it, we really want this as, as something that people can use in a very active way. And then wrapping it up, as you say, at the end with these specific action items, we are interested in everyone's success and, mm -hmm. and putting this into play and growing revenue. Yeah, you're going to get a lot out of this. And I'm so excited about everyone, uh, everyone's generosity and bringing this to, to, to the marketplace right now. I think this is the year and this is the time to align. So if this sounds like fun to you, uh, we hope you can join us. This is, uh, in fact, we don't hope you can join us. You can join us. Actually, every one of these sessions is recorded. So even if you say, Jim, Daryl, I can't come live every day from one o'clock to two o'clock uh, Eastern time, 
no worries. They're all recorded. So go ahead and enroll. Um, go to 2021 Alignment Challenge or text the word alignment to 21,000. That's 2021alignmentchallenge.com or text the word alignment to 21,000. And we'll get you in line to uh, hang out with uh, Douglas Burdett and Jeb Blunt and Kathleen Booth and Mark Hunter. It's going to be um, a fantastic time, and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, um, Jim, I what I what I really appreciate about all of this is just the heart behind it. it the heart of people saying, you know what, in the marketing world, in the sales world, it's time for us to to work together to get it done. Our companies depend on it. Our coworkers depend on it. Our families depend on us being successful. And dare I say, even our societies right now, you know, our countries depend on sales and marketing people working together to find creative ways to maximize revenue growth. And so I am so fired up about all of this that's going to unfold here beginning on March 1st. And here's the other it's not even a dirty little secret. It's a clean, wonderful little secret is going through this process. I've seen it time and again with clients and um, the process is actually energizing. You mm -hmm. learn new things, you come up with new ideas and you generate wins together. So it's, it's not like you're having to go through some efficiency project or, <laughs> right. you know, uh, or something like that with people with clipboards and, and, and all of that. No, this becomes... <laughs> Um, something that really does the process itself brings the teams closer together. And I think gives you a better chance of success. For sure. Well, Jim, thanks for hanging out with me today on the revenue growth podcast. And I am looking forward to hanging out with you more and hopefully many of our friends here in the audience on March 1st through 10th at the 2021 sales and marketing alignment challenge. It's my pleasure, Daryl and uh, everyone. We uh, look forward to seeing and hearing you there. That's right. And thank you to everybody in the Revenue Growth Podcast audience. It is great, as, I, as we say very often, that um, this is the time to drive and thrive. This is the time we got to get it done in 2021. And I get to talk with many of you throughout the week. And I just want to keep cheering you on and say, keep going for it. Keep working together. And uh, keep driving creatively, aligning, and this challenge is going to help a lot in that direction. So make sure to go to 2021alignmentchallenge.com, text the word alignment to 21,000 and get signed up. And until next week, let's get going and let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. 
It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.